Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature adult audiences only. Neither of us are licensed professionals. These thoughts and opinions are our own, and they should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us at our website at American-Poly.com, where you can check out our blog, leave comments, ask questions, or become a patron member and get even more exclusive access to Julie and Matt. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy our show. Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and welcome to American Polly. Tonight's episode is all about... Guilty pleasures. Oh, Julie, do you have any guilty pleasures? <laughs> do you? Oh, come on. We all know that Julie has an addiction to red wine. This is true. <laughs> this is but true. that is not the kind of guilt we're talking about. This now. is true. We're not talking about that kind of guilt Mm-mm. because we're talking about some... We're talking about lifestyle guilt. Yeah. Which so is a big deal. It is a big deal. I didn't think I was going to feel a lot of guilt when we first got into the lifestyle. It's amazing what you feel guilt about, yeah, honestly. It really like, is. When you talk about guilt and lifestyle, it's not just one thing, right? Like, oh, everyone feels guilty about this or, you know, everyone has these issues crop up. There's, It's like an onion, right? There's so many different layers. Matt compared himself to an onion earlier <laughs> today, did. and that's where I got that. So I'm stealing it. I did. I did compare myself to an onion. Because he has layers. I do have layers. And the reason I compared myself to an onion is because we, I was thinking about a childhood movie, Shrek. Oh, And yeah, that was yeah. in the movie Shrek. It was in yeah. the movie Shrek. Yeah, that's. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. And that's why I was, that's why I brought it up. Do you know my favorite character in Shrek? Uh, was it the donkey? Absolutely. Well, he's the one that talked about the layers. I know. He's like, yeah, he's a cute. He's We're making waffles. I know, right? Well, I like that one. Oh, I like the cat too, though. Oh, Puss in Boots. Yeah, the cat. Yeah. The eyes. I'm pretty sure I can make those same eyes. I do it every time I want something. Yeah, but I don't notice it. But I bat my eyelashes at but you. it doesn't work on me. It did for a while. Yeah, for like a week. <laughs> Whatever. Back on topic, sir. Back on topic. So Uh, let me ask you something. mm -hmm. So we're talking about guilt. Yes. So when did you first, do you recall when you first experienced guilt in the lifestyle? Yes. And my guilt, my very first experience with guilt in the lifestyle was when I was still married. Mm -hmm. And I have it as something I was thinking about earlier today um, because I knew we were going to be talking about this tonight. And I had guilt for having more fun with a new partner than I was having with my current partner. Mm. So I was married at the time mm-hmm. and we had been in a, in a marriage for a while and definitely the bloom was off the rose and we never really had much more than a very vanilla sex life. And so my first experience with the lifestyle, the partner that I was with was really into different positions and different things. And he was uh, energetic. So was his ambition and um, I guess excitement, was that that made you kind of feel guilty because your partner or your, Mm -hmm. your former partner was not 
as ambitious or energetic. Right. And to be pursued. Mm-hmm. Like this person was very, very into me and I was very into him. Mm-hmm. And then there were lots of text messages and, and you know, phone calls and emails and pictures and everything. And then when we were finally together in person, you know, because we met online, mm-hmm. it was amazing. And I could tell at the restaurant that he was really into me and I was really into him. And I felt guilty because... It was so, it was so flattering and so almost euphoric to have someone feel that way about me. And he was so much more attentive than my now ex-husband had been at the time. And so I had a lot of guilt. Like, you know, I mean, I knew that we were in this together. I knew that he wanted to be in the swinging lifestyle and I wanted to be in the swinging lifestyle and we were approaching it as a couple, but I didn't expect to feel that guilt that I had because I was enjoying myself so much. That must have been very difficult to try to balance and try to understand at the time. It was. Because you were so new. Right. And I was so inexperienced about these deeper conversations that kind of have to happen when you're a couple in the lifestyle. Sure. And I had no way, I really didn't know a good way to bring it up to my ex and to say, hey, I've noticed, you know, that this feeling is really good. And I think that we need to work on ways to rekindle our spark because he took criticism so bad in that department. And so it really, it was, it was rough. It was hard to to really navigate very well. Did you feel guilty trying to even like bring it up to him? I did. I did because I felt like I was saying he wasn't enough or he wasn't good enough or he didn't perform well enough or and there were things that this new partner did that I was astounded with. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I want to do this again. <laughs> so can you share with us kind of like what it was like with your former husband at the beginning? Was the, was it still the same way? Was there was there not a lot of ambition and drive or, or intensity? Oh, gosh. I mean, we were together. We got together. I was in my late 20s. And I don't think I knew as much about what I liked as I do now, and I'm in my 40s, well, it's totally different now, right? And I'm yeah. not afraid to ask for what I like anymore. And I used to be. So I think that I wasn't the same person back then. I would have never, that Julie back then would have been totally embarrassed by the Julie now. So I, I don't know if it, it's really hard to compare, hmm. you know, those, so those things. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that people in the lifestyle who perhaps either they've been in for a little while or they are kind of discovering a lifestyle. Do you think it's difficult for them to kind of overcome some of these feelings? Now, this is, I'm, I'm kind of shoeboxing everybody into one lump, some category and, I, and it's not my intent, but do you feel like it's difficult for people to kind of like open up or do you mm-hmm. feel like people in the lifestyle, once you're in the lifestyle and you kind of experience these things, it's easier for people to kind of open up and share these feelings? I've seen both yeah. with newbie couples. And now that I have been in it longer, mm-hmm. I've seen both. I've seen couples that are so connected and you mm-hmm. can tell they're sharing everything and they're really talking it through and they've thought it through. And then I've seen other couples where... I mean, I met a couple one time at a meet and greet that it was very apparent. They were new. Mm -hmm. They were still dating. They were, I mean, it was apparent that he wanted to be there and she did not. 
And she was in tears by the end of the evening. Oh, my goodness. So I've seen both ends of that spectrum, both extremes. So now, I mean, obviously, you're not you're not a part of that couple that no. you were just mentioning. But does that bring out any twinges of guilt? When oh, you... it didn't make me feel guilty. It made me feel very empathetic towards her. And, I mean, I try not to be, like, pity someone. But I definitely felt, you know, like, I, I felt... Like I wanted to, I gave her a giant hug and I was like, you're, you know, this is okay. And she's like, I just feel like I'm not where I should be. And this is all overwhelming. And I'm like, no one is going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. So that's, but I think her thing was that she felt if she didn't do this with that partner that she came with, that he wouldn't be interested in her anymore. Okay. So I have a, I have kind of have a twofold question Mm -hmm. um, in regard to this one. I kind of can emphasize where she was feeling because I've certainly been in situations in this lifestyle Mm -hmm. where I didn't feel comfortable. Right. Now, it wasn't necessarily in uh, a playing area or in in something like that, but I have been in, in situations in this lifestyle where... You know, for example, we were at a at a hotel takeover, and for our listeners that don't know what that is, is basically I think we've talked about this before on a previous yeah, podcast, but but just to refresh everybody's memory, so basically you have a bunch of people come and take over a hotel, and this particular hotel takeover we were at, there was a separate playroom that was kind of open to everyone, so anybody could come in there, and there were some different uh, apparatus. If you will. <laughs> there were toys. <laughs> they were. The kind of toys you get on and ride. <laughs> There's, yeah, there were toys that oh, you get my on. Um, there were a couple different kinds of that. There were. I'm so freaking curious about that stuff. I'm like, how's it made? What's it do? How does that work? How do you adjust it? <laughs> right. But no, I mean, I think for me, I don't have a problem when it's, and I don't know that's not, problem is the is a wrong word to use, but. I don't feel uncomfortable when it's like solo play or even if it's a threesome or a foursome. But this particular scene, if you will. Scenario. Scenario. uh, It made me feel really uncomfortable. Mm. And What was happening that made you so uncomfortable? Well, there was a a woman that was like either down on her knees or or sitting on something. Mm -hmm. um, And she was completely naked, which that didn't bother me a bit. But the fact that... (laughs) The the thing that bothered me, I think, is the the fact that there were three men standing around her, and she was basically pleasuring them all right. in some form, fashion, or another. And then there was another gentleman that was kind of walking around, watching, and kind of groping himself and trying to get into the that mix without permission. Without permission, and it it just seemed kind of degrading. Right. Did you feel like she's being taken advantage of? I, From my perspective, I really couldn't tell if she was ta- being taken advantage of or not. But uh-huh. it just, it didn't make, I didn't want to be in that. So did it make you feel guilty because it made you feel uncomfortable because you didn't like the scene? Or did you feel guilty for not interjecting and saying, hey, are you wanting to be here? Just made me feel guilty because I didn't want to be part of that scene. And I see. And see it. Yeah. Um, the gentlemen were pretty much fully clothed except from like their waist to their knees and uh-huh. it just seemed very degrading degrading i know i think i know which scene you're talking about at which party we were at and i it, it was if it's what i'm thinking of it was kind of degrading yeah and the, definitely uh, not something i'd be into but well, everyone the, has their own cup of tea I, and I, right and i'm not trying to i'm gonna quote you here and say i don't want to yuck anyone's yum <laughs> but i mean it was just it just didn't make me feel good right you know? it just was not my idea of what the lifestyle is for me right I, and i think that you know those moral and ethical 
bonds that we have from our childhood, depending on if we were brought up with religion or if we were brought up, like I, I particularly wasn't, my family's not super religious, but mm-hmm. we, we grow up in a society that has moral code, right? And for girls, I mean, we're always encouraged to be virginal, save yourself for marriage, um, be chaste, be sweet, you know, that kind of thing. And that that can kind of mess you up later in life because it's hard sometimes for me to let go and be the way I want to be because I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm bad. I'm, I'm being bad or I'm, I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing. And I feel guilty over it. Like I feel guilty for enjoying having a super active sex life with multiple partners. So do you think that we are taught when we're being brought up that you should feel guilt over finding pleasure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you're going to grow up, you're going to get married, you're going to settle down, you're going to stay with the same person for the rest of your life, you're going to have 2.5 kids and a white picket fence and a dog and a cat. Everyone has that same thing, right? And you can't veer off the straight and narrow because we all want to be accepted. Sure. That's what it really comes down to. Whether you like that fairy tale Cinderella story or not, you're, you're still, everyone still tries to be accepted. And I think for a lot of people, acceptance is wrapped around, am I good or bad? Right. And it's kind of how you're perceived by other people. Right. Exactly. So I have to wonder if our upbringings don't really affect the way we look at ourselves. Like, oh my goodness, the word slut. There's a perfect example. Right. You know, women are called sluts if we are sexually active, if we... And that all starts back in middle school and right? high school. You know. Oh, yeah. And we, we definitely are exposed to that early. And then you get this idea in your head that if you enjoy sex, that's wrong. Right. That's bad. Well, right? it's interesting, too, because if you look back on history and you actually look back at uh, Shakespeare, for example, you have Romeo and Juliet, classic love story. These kids were super young. Ridiculously you know. young. Right. And well, they, I mean, for the time, I guess. not. Yeah, but I mean, they used to make ships out of wood, too, and sail across <laughs> the ocean. They don't really do that anymore. So, uh, but that's beside the point. But, you know, I mean, they they felt guilt there. So as you're in middle school and high school and you start learning more about Shakespeare and you all of a sudden you're taught again that it's guilt for wanting to be with right. with someone that you're not supposed to be. It's very uh it's very puritanical. I'm going to pull out a big word on you on that one. It is. It's 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 this idea that everything is that, you know, extreme emotions like that are not good, mm-hmm. you know. And we label our emotions all the time as good and bad. You know, anger is bad and happiness is good. And they really aren't good or bad. Emotions are emotions. They're, but it's funny because you said that happiness is supposed to be good, but yet you're happy when you're playing with <laughs> other people. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I am happy. <laughs> But what sometimes what kind of upsets me a little bit is like, it, you know, women can be called sluts, but if a guy is called a player, it's like he's cool. Oh, he's he's a player, you know, that kind of thing. I'm well, like, well, it depends. that's just the I, I same it, damn thing. Well, it depends on the, on who's saying it. I suppose, but it just seems to me that in my experience, those words are synonyms for each other, but they're perceived so differently in the world. 
So. They can be in certain times. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely they can be. Yeah. But I think the important thing, too, is to realize that an adolescence being called a slut is actually kind of a neurotic turn on to, <laughs> to boys. You're like, oh. oh, my gosh, you know. Well, yeah, because you think she's going to sleep with you. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then you're just objectifying. Right. We could keep going with that. <laughs> we could. But so we're, we're, we're trying to get back to... Sorry, darling. So, so, okay, well, here's another avenue for guilt. Mm-hmm. You have, okay, here you are. You have a couple who are like, hey, there's this whole other side of the fence. And man, that grass is green. We should try it, right? Mm-hmm. And they jump off, the, they jump over. And it's fun and it's amazing. And then, you know, they go back on the other side of the fence and they try to tell their friends. And then their friends don't, are like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Or super judgmental or you shouldn't be doing that or it's going to break up your marriage or what if your kids find out or all these things that they're not just being happy for them. They're they're very, you know, you shouldn't be doing this kind of attitude. Well, and so I think. Being judged. We're all afraid of being judged and the guilt that comes with that. Right. Or the perceived guilt that we're going to mm-hmm. get from our friends. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I know when I told my two high school best friends about my lifestyle, they were both like, I beg your pardon. <laughs> they really hadn't, they really were very, very shocked. Right. And very, when one has since stepped back. We're not nearly as close as we were. And the other uh, has embraced it and pretty sure lives vicariously through Julie's stories. <laughs> so. so it's funny that you mentioned that because I recently let uh, someone pretty important in my life know. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Did. And, I'm so uh, proud of you for that. But, you know, it's funny because they haven't really responded too much. <laughs> you got to give time, people time to think. Yeah. I, I have given them some time to think. And it's kind of funny because I actually ask a couple of days later, like, you really didn't say anything. And, did you get a response? Uh, I did get a response. And the response was, I'm still digesting that. And that's it, huh? <laughs> it hasn't really been talked about since. Oh, my so. goodness. Matt, you're blushing. <laughs> I am blushing because I was like, hey, I'm going to do this thing. And I'm really not sure how it's going to go. And I'm, yeah. I'm curious what it's. I know that was hard for you. It was a little difficult. Um, yeah. But I think in the same token, it was kind of freeing as well. Right. Just to be able to share that. Yeah, that's amazing. And that feels good, right? It did. It and did it'll, it'll a really eventually, good time, yeah. I think it'll even out. Oh, I think it will. I think I'm just... You might get a whole lot of questions at some point. Right. We haven't really talked about it too That'll much. be fun. Yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> so moving on in our guilt talk. Yes. There's another avenue of guilt that I have felt before. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if this is something that you have ever had happen to you, but there are times when... This is with you and I. Mm-hmm. When I play with someone and you're not there, yes, or it's a secondary relationship and it's a one-on-one thing, mm-hmm. and I will feel guilty after. And I know that those are echoes of like a betrayal or cheating. And even though I I know I have your you know like permission or that you you're fully aware, you know you're fully on board and encouraging of me to explore whatever I want to, but I still worry that. Am I giving Matt the impression that he's not enough? Is he feeling like, wow, she has to have all this in her life because I can't give her what she needs? 
you know, like I worry and I have guilt over that sometimes. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen sometimes. Well, so I can speak to that because I've had those same feelings. And I've had the same thing happen to me when I've been playing with other people and you're not there. Yeah. Like it's like you're on my mind as I'm playing with someone else. Exactly. Yeah. And then after the fact, I'm like. And then, and then that's a whole nother layer of guilt because you feel guilty for thinking about your partner when you're with someone else. Exactly. Right? But so then I like can't layers. wait to share with you after the fact. That's true. And we do. And that is amazing for us. That reconnect is amazing. It is amazing. but I mean, And I'm grateful for it. Right. But uh, yeah, it's definitely an uncomfortable feeling sometimes. It can be. I think that knowing that it's an emotion that I'm feeling and it's not you know, we've talked right. prior right. and you're fully aware mm-hmm. where I'm going to be and right. potentially what I'm going to be doing uh-huh. and it's vice versa. Right. And um, yeah, I mean, so I know that we are both in a good spot with it, but it still crops up and it's yeah. just kind of like, okay, I know that we're good. I know that we've talked. We're going to talk after the fact. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's like an internal guilt and then... When it's over and you and I reconnect and you can ask me, hey, we're good, right? And I can say, yeah, we're amazing. And you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sometimes really comforting to hear that reassurance, even though the other person is like, why wouldn't we be good? But in your head, you're like that little bit of stress and anxiety and guilt is still kind of rolling around. And just hearing that, hey, we're good, really drives it home and reinforces that everything's fine and that that little niggling of of emotion that you had is is just our overactive brains worrying over much you know right so yeah. i mean because there's been times where well case in point the one event we were at and i was so exhausted <laughs> you were falling asleep in the hot tub i remember this <laughs> yeah i was falling asleep we were in the hot tub with i don't know 15 other people. And, and I, I look was over and so you... exhausted. If it wasn't for the water splashing me in the face. You'd have been out. I would have been. You probably, I would have had to rescue you. I wasn't going to sink. I might. I know. I mean, the Neither. hot tub was pretty deep, but I don't, yeah. I think I've been all right. But That's just pretty funny though. And so you went to bed. I did. And then I had met a couple and is really kind of digging You them. came over and tried to wake me up. In the I ho- did try. You tried to wake me up. And you're, <laughs> like, you're like, hey, I'm, I, you want to go play with these people? And I'm like, nope, I'm sleeping. <laughs> he really didn't. I'm like, they're so fun. Come on, baby, let's go. And Matt's like, I'll catch you later. <laughs> I was so incredibly tired. So done. But that's okay. That's happened. And yeah. I knew that everything would be fine. Yeah. So, and yeah. you came and crawled in bed later. and I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And it wasn't nearly as much as what I thought it was going to be, but it was still a good time. We really had fun. So, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think that that little bit of worry sometimes can really, it's just good to hear that everything's okay, you know? Yeah. So, another layer of guilt to this onion. We've talked about how. You can feel like it's a little bit of a trail. You can feel a little bit of cheating. You can be guilty because you're more excited about playing with someone new than you are with your current partner. Oh, the level of excitement. The level of excitement's a big one. I mean, I kind of talked about that at the beginning because of what happened with my ex, but you can get so wound up in meeting someone new, especially for newer couples. I think this happens that you're texting. Can I speak to, to that 
Absolutely. So we actually met a couple in the lifestyle that had been in the lifestyle for an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. And they were just kind of like, I mean, we had dinner with them and, Mm -hmm. you know, the conversation was great, but it was just kind of like friends that went out to dinner. There was was no spark. There was no spark at all. No sparks. But they're super nice people, though. Super nice people. I could totally be friends with them. Yeah. But, but I mean, it was just weird. Because there was no flirting. No flirting, but yeah. I mean, it was just very, very weird because. <laughs> not what we're used to. <laughs> not what we're used to, but it yeah. was it was still good. And I, I, I really enjoyed the conversation. I thought they were like, again, they were a great couple to mm-hmm. talk to. But that was just kind of, I think for us, we're kind of like, oh, where's the flirting? Where's the kind of. Well, we were newer at that point. That yeah. was early on for us. So we were a lot newer at that But, point. yeah, I was just surprised after the fact with them. Just uh-huh. kind of like the car blanche of like, oh, thanks. It was nice meeting you. And yeah. You guys have a good evening. Yeah, yeah. they weren't really – there was no no worry about one of them being overly excited about <laughs> – Right. I'm waving at you right? like we just had dinner. And we're... I know. <laughs> and then uh, – but then we've met other couples where – it's full on. Yeah. It's like zero to a hundred craziness because they're so excited. They're in the lifestyle. They met a couple. They like them. And it's obvious. And it's just like, wow. And it's great. But you can't let your primary relationship suffer. No, absolutely. And not. that is something I think that can really happen. But it does make you feel guilty sometimes, right? Oh, I mean, it yeah. does because you're like, oh my gosh, she is amazing. Right. And you're like. Or I just spent three hours chatting back and forth with him this evening, and I barely talked to, you know, your partner at all. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that would definitely make me feel guilty. Yeah. And so. Well, I've experienced that, too. I met mm-hmm. somebody and just like, like, hey, you know. And then I was like, oh, man, I haven't talked to Julie. And I'm like, I'm we're on the phone for like just a few minutes. I'm like, I am so tired. I got to go to sleep. Go. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I haven't talked to you today. I'm so sorry. I'll catch up with you tomorrow. I know. I, I was know. talking to someone else and it was just like, I felt guilty over that. And you, you were excited. The fact that I was talking yeah, to somebody else. I but, was, I was. And yeah. this is, and again, this is something that happened early on in our relationship with us that we've, I think, you know, since then we've talked about those kinds of things and we've mitigated and we've made sure that we make our relationship, our primary relationship, a priority. I, and I think that's... And we've fallen. We've been our rhythm now. But I think for new couples, it's getting that rhythm. Well, I think even maybe for older couples, it's trying to find that rhythm to make sure that your partner's not kind of forgotten. And right. they are not feeling guilty because you are spending right. time with other people. Right. Or or they're not feeling, like, left out. Right. You know, so there is that too, but yeah, I think that's where just coming in and being like, and being honest and upfront, you know, each other, and kind of being like, hey, I noticed that you're spending all this time with so and so, and I'm kind of feeling left out of right, them. and that can spark. So that that guilt can spark insecurity, jealousy, all kinds of problems. So it's definitely something you want to take care of and not let it get. To that point. <laughs> yeah, because then it can fester into resentment and uh, all kinds of other emotions, and it's just a bad thing all the way around. So here's another layer. Here's the next layer of what, the onion. What layer? I really like this. We we, the, we are recording this podcast with our new equipment, and I feel like I can be super, I can drop my voice and be super sexy. It's kind of, mm, I like it. Yeah. I like it. And my voice isn't deep, so. 
It's kind of cool. <laughs> anyway, okay, back to layers. Wait a second. I want to hear your voice again. <laughs> Stop it, man. <laughs> Come on. I'm going to kick you. <laughs> Lex Slayer. <laughs> um, sorry, folks. Mm-hmm. He's not sorry. He's don't sorry, even believe it for a second. Sorry, not sorry. That's what it is. So what happens when you have the opposite? Instead of feeling guilty because you're spending three hours talking to the new person that just, this new couple that just walked into your lives, what happens when you have guilt because you don't want relationships? What happens when you just want to go to a party, you just want to run into a cool couple, and you just want to play? And then you want to go home and not have to maintain anything or just maybe maintain a very casual contact. That's a very good question. Because there's a lot of guilt there because, you know, you can feel guilty. Like, am I just using them for sex? Right. Or Or can you feel guilty, too, because they want so much more and you don't? Right. There's that level of guilt. Or you could even have the kind of guilt where you feel bad for wanting to have sex with somebody else just for a night. Wanting right. that one night stand kind of thing. Sure. There's so or, many layers you know, to that. Yeah, there could be, you know, hey, I want to really experience this and I I really, it doesn't, I'm, not that your feelings don't matter, but I need to experience this. Uh-huh. I, I want to right. take advantage of this while I have the opportunity. Right. And yeah, I mean, I could certainly see where your partner, if your partner's kind of like, well, wait a second, I'm not on board with that. Exactly. And then you have guilt. Both partners do. Right. One for wanting it, one for saying no. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, well, I, and that's where coming back and being like, hey, we need to talk about this and figure that out. Right. And you need to talk about it in an open way. What What do you want and what do you not want? And I think that's the introspective part of that layer is to remember that you need to openly discuss it with your partner and make sure that you talk about it ahead of time. Are you relationship driven or are are you not? And both sides of that coin are okay. One's not right and one's wrong. They're both good. And in this lifestyle, you'll find both. You're going to find people who only want to have deep, meaningful connections with the people they play with. And you're going to find other people who are like, we work 60 plus hours a week. We have three kids and we get one day a month where we get to go out and let loose and we want to just have fun. Right. And, and then, that is and you literally. Have and then you have the gamut of Oh yeah, everything, everything in, between. in between, right? Yeah. And so I, I don't think that one is wrong and one is right, but I think what really needs to happen is that couple, they both need to be on board with what their approach is. And then- when they meet a new couple for play, they just have to be up front. And I think that's the, the one thing that, you know, I think it's one thing to be really open with each with your partner. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult to share those same, that same openness with new people. Right. Because <laughs> you're literally saying, hey, you're really awesome and handsome and amazing. And I would love to fuck you. But just for tonight. Right. <laughs> And I don't want okay, to see you maybe not quite, maybe not quite that, but like that's just what I you, picture in my mind. You didn't want somebody to walk up to you and be like, you know, I got tonight, baby, <laughs> and that's all I got, and I want to fuck the shit out. Of it. I might be like, yeah, okay, thanks anyway. Right. <laughs> For me, yeah, <laughs> but I just, there is yeah, I there is definitely that. somebody out there that wants that exact, exact same thing. So yeah, it's just you know meshing up kind of thing. So right. that. It's definitely something that that's a that's a layer. So and then there's there's that leads into the next thing is guilt for feeling so sexual. 
So do you 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 mentioned this earlier that sometimes you do feel guilty for oh, having yeah. such a drive? So. Absolutely, I feel like I have a high sex drive in it, and yeah, I feel okay. guilty for that. So I'm going to speak to something about this, and I don't know that you know this or not. Oh boy, here we go. So sometimes I feel, I feel guilty that my sex drive sometimes is not as high as yours. Really? Yes. You do? Yeah. Aww. Because sometimes I know that you want to play. Yeah. And sometimes like I'm kind of all like, the time, twenty four seven. I know. And sometimes day. I'm just like, I just want to sleep. <laughs> you know, this is why I'm always like, baby, did you take your vitamins? You want a glass of water? <laughs> right. I, I get that. I mean, there are times that I'm just like, you know. Oh. You know, it's it's late. And you I, know that every man listening to this podcast is like, dude, really? <laughs> yes. And you know what? Every guy's like, ah, damn. <laughs> it is late. It sounds fun, but uh-huh. shit. Yeah, I know. The alarm's going to go off. I think in our relationship, I'm probably, I think I initiate quite a bit. There are times that you do initiate quite a bit. And there, I think the, okay, for, I'll, I'll say this. I think that you do initiate more than I do. Yeah. But I don't mind that at all. <laughs> I think it's like 60-40. I was going to go 70-30. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm so sorry, baby. No, it's okay. No, because I mean. One of the things you find out on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I'll go 60-40. Wow. But no, I, I mean, there are certain times that I'm kind of like, you know, I'm not really, but then you start kissing me and whatever. And, and then you're all like, okay. I'm like, let's get it on. <laughs> I can't help it. You're just so cute. I want you all the time. Right. No, I don't mind it. No, no don't get me you wrong. You don't mind it? It's no. great exercise. It is good exercise. It's good for your heart, too. It get is. your heart rate up. Right? Yeah. It's a good yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. Eat your Wheaties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Anyway, so, so overcoming those feelings of guilt. So how do you, for me, I think it's just realizing that it is a feeling. Right. And not assigning good or bad to it because it's a feeling. Right. And we've talked and mm -hmm. I know that you don't feel the way that I'm feeling. Right. And then after the fact, whether it's that I've been with someone else or you've been with someone else, we share with each other and we tell each other like, hey, that was an amazing time and I mm -hmm. really wish you could have been there and yeah. I'm so excited to talk to you and... Or, I think it's funny because I think like every time that Matt and I are with someone solo, when we come back, we're always like, oh, baby, I wish you'd been there because it was so awesome. So we're probably always hitting up our secondary and metamorph relationships with a, do you want to have a threesome? <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, no, no, we don't. <laughs> well, occasionally. But occasionally, right? So reconnect. Absolutely. So. Re I can't tell you how much Matt and I really put into that reconnect. That is spending Whether, time together after we're with someone else. Or even just, when we're at with another couple. Right. But yeah, with another couple, with a, a secondary relationship, whatever, whatever it is, if we're apart and playing or we're together and playing, but for him and I, after, after the party's over. Yeah. It's to a be, talk, we talk about it. We, we talk, talk about, about how it? we felt. Yeah. We talk about the experience. We mm -hmm. talk about the we, good, the bad. The good, the bad, and the mm -hmm. ugly. But then we also, I mean, we play, 
We cuddle. We snuggle. We we reconnect. We do. We make sure. Sometimes that... we're still so wound up and on such an energy high from what just happened that we can't keep our hands off each other, <laughs> which this is, is amazing. True. Oh, it's so good. God, that's so good. So, yeah, that's that's definitely a really important thing. So I think for the next the, the kind of the thing to transcend into this is to remember that your life is your own and you're not really harming anyone. You have the right to kind of enjoy and do what you like. Absolutely. If but, you're not, you're not hurting anybody. But here's the caveat though. Right. Oh, come on. No caveat. No, there no is. Buts. There's a caveat because I don't want to do anything that's going to cause you guilt or any ill feelings. Right. All right. Mm -hmm. So even though my life is my own, I don't want to go out and do something that's going to upset you mm -hmm. and make you feel guilty for of not course. agreeing with me. Right, or... because we care about each other. So, right. yeah, of course. So, with, with that caveat, right. I think that's a very important It is caveat. an important caveat. Okay, I thought you were going to I thought you were going to pull out something else. I like that one. That's a good. We can keep that, but it's a good but. Thanks. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, have you ever like experienced anything like you're like, hey, I really want to do this and you don't care what your partner thinks. <sighs> have you been ever been, have you ever kind of been caught up in the moment? Yes. And Yeah. I'm, I think, I mean, not that I don't care what my partner thinks, but I was in a relationship before I met Matt that was super restrictive. It was supposed to be an open relationship, but it really wasn't. It was more of it was a, an open relationship with limits. Yeah, lots of limits, lots of restrictions, lots of rules, and uh, there were times that I wanted something that my other partner did not, and so it did make for some difficult conversations occasionally, for sure. Did and you ever feel guilty for wanting that? Absolutely, and and more than feel guilty, I think that's where a lot of my hesitation for asking for what I want comes from, right? Like before when I was married and before I was married, I didn't know what to ask for what I wanted. I didn't have enough experience to be like, oh yeah, I like this. But then the more experience I got, the more I know, oh, I know exactly what pushes my buttons now. And so asking for that is hard. And I think that some of my guilt and concern and worry over asking for what I want comes out of, stems out of that relationship. Do you still struggle with that as much as you did in the past? Not as much as I did. Sometimes when we play with a new couple, yeah, I will. Because you want to please, you know, you want to please the person that you're with. And you want them to think that they're amazing. And so, yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, I just wish you'd do it this way. But, right. You know. So I think that's interesting that you bring that up because, I mean, that kind of that this kind of can segue into a, a different topic. And I wanted to touch on it briefly is that when you do play with a new couple that it's difficult to really know them oh right the first time you have sex with somebody is never the best no you don't know their body right so. and i think that's the thing too is that you can be an amazing lover mm -hmm. but you may not be that amazing lover to someone new right because you don't know them as well exactly which is why i think sometimes in this lifestyle like the first time you're with somebody you have to look for the glimpses of what could be because they don't know your body they right. don't know exactly how much pressure to put here or how hard or how soft or the back of the neck or the side of the neck or but you look for the 
desire to please. Mm-hmm. At least I do. And so they might not do every single thing that I like, but they might do a couple things that they've really hit on. And I think, okay, this has got good potential, you know, because it, I can't expect them to know anyone to know me that intimately if they just met me. I mean, if we've only been so together a couple times. So, Do you feel guilty sometimes when you do play with someone else and they're like, not so great? Yes. <laughs> and, I mean, only from the stage of like if it's really not hitting and you know you're you're with this new person and and you thought the chemistry was there and then it's not and then you know you're going to have to say I'm sorry you know that's so much harder after you've played but is it from a standpoint of you don't want to have a conversation be like hey I really need you to do kind of xyz or is it from, is it a, do you feel guilt from the fact that you don't even want to have that conversation? And I think it comes from a place like if I think that they're going to be receptive to it, then I'm great to have that conversation. But if I feel like they're not and I don't think there's much potential, I feel a lot of guilt over having to tell somebody I'm probably not interested anymore. That's hard for me sometimes. I hate to hurt anyone's feelings. Sure. But at the same time, I'm also not going to take one for the team, so. <laughs> right, right. No, you know? no. I mean, I, I so it's kind of like. I mean, I mean, uh, we. I think we've both been in the position where right. we don't want to take one for the team. You it's know, a hard position. To we've be in. both. We've been out with different people uh, or different couples, rather, and you know, like you've been into the husband, and I've been into the wife. Um, or uh, kind of vice versa, like right. where I've been into the, the female partner. The wife. The and, wife, and yeah. you've been into the husband. But uh-huh. there's also been times when you've been into the husband and I'm not really into the wife. Right. Or and, or we have the al- the alternate. I mean, believe it or not, there are people out there who don't think I'm amazing. And I don't understand that. <laughs> obviously Any more than I get it about you. <laughs> obviously, they don't know you like I do because... <laughs> There are multiple times that you have to peel me off the ceiling. I know, right? It's my favorite thing to do. Right. I have my little mat scraper by the bed. I know. I have a jewelry (laughs) scraper too, by the way. Don't let her fool you. No, not for a second. That's amazing. But it it, it, it does happen. And again. Which is, which kind of makes me feel, it makes me feel guilty sometimes. yeah. Because you are so like, oh my gosh, you know. This guy's great. Right. And I'm kind of like. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, the wife is wallpaper paste. Thanks, babe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it happens. We even have we even have a hand signal. No, we don't. We can't say anything about that. That's secret. That's like KGB, like top secret stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I can't, really? I think it's a good thing. I think, I think everybody we actually talked about it Did before. We? Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> I like, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah, like rub the top of the hand, rub the underneath side. And, and then, of course, I get confused. Like, wait a minute, which one's which? Well, yeah, because I forget, too. I know, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if we're into this or not, but he's rubbing a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of funny because you're like. I don't remember which one is which. After oh, my gosh. Especially after two glasses of Cabernet. Then I'm like, fuck it all. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly kind of, well, never mind. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I think that wraps up our conversation about guilt. We yes. hope that this has been a little bit enlightening and that if you have guilty feelings in the lifestyle that you're able to process through them a little bit and hopefully some of the, what we said will 
help you knowing that other couples out there suffer through the same thing. So Yeah. If you guys have any questions or comments, please feel free to contact us. We will be glad to respond and yeah. reach out. And give you our two cents. For what it's worth. <laughs> 